0: so much so much on my heart tonight and so much in the spirit realm going on and uh i really uh tried every way in the world to get this service to go another way tonight hallelujah i wanted to i i wanted to uh take the easy route hallelujah abort the plan not a, not the entire plan but just you know i just wanted to let's okay lord let's just do something hallelujah easy today <laughs> i i mean i really wanted to do something easy I wanted to go all the way back to just okay. We're just going to talk about salvation tonight. I mean, I was I didn't just say let's just take a step or two back. I was like, okay, we're just going to go back to the beginning. Hallelujah, because I, I just trusted that nobody'd be upset about that. Nobody'd be, uh, you know. Hallelujah. Uh, not that I think you'll be upset about this, but Hallelujah. I just knew that it wouldn't be a risk, would it? It wouldn't make We wouldn't have to take any risk to preach on salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So uh turn over to Hebrews chapter 11, but the Lord didn't get along with that. I mean, I tell you, I put it I put this off all day. Amen. Last week we talked about taking a risk, and I'm going to just talk a little bit about that tonight. And then I'm going to go into You know something that requires a risk Okay Hebrews in in Hebrews 11 verse 32 Now we read a lot of Hebrews 11 last week About uh, by faith You know and uh, I told you that John Wimber And he's already gone on to be with the Lord But he taught many years ago and said You spell faith R-I-S-K Risk And so there's always going to be a risk To faith You cannot walk by faith and not take a risk And if you're not in faith and you're not walking by faith, you're not pleasing God, hallelujah, you're not obeying God because He's always going to ask you to do something you couldn't do in your own natural self, hallelujah. He's going to ask you to do something that's going to stretch you, that's going to take you out of your comfort zone. I remember uh, several, several years ago, we went to Eldorado, Arkansas to here, Mary Fran Varello and she gave me a word that God you're going to be coming out of your comfort zone and I thought well that that was good I was excited about it I didn't know it was going to be over and over and over and over again and that's how you're going to be and I'm going to be is like this is over and over and over again you know when we were first filled with the spirit way back um and then and we were actually going to this we were going to a church that had well we were going to the church that we were ultimately going to pastor but we weren't the pastors yet and they called us out and they gave us a word Uh, the uh, a prophet did and said and he said the lord says i'm going to begin to stretch your faith in some seemingly painful ways i didn't know that was going to last forever and still going on But I give you a word tonight, and this, you know, to me it was like, well, I guess we were Baptists and we never had our faith stretched in any way, much less a painful way. But I'm gonna give you a word tonight. The Lord is going to be and will forever be stretching your faith in some seemingly painful ways. It just seems painful. It's really not. You know, Hallelujah. It's really not painful in the end. Hallelujah. It's really gonna be a blessing. It's really going to make you strong. It's really going to bring you into your destiny. And you can't get in your destiny any other way. No pain, no gain, that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So in Hebrews 11, verse 32, we see... uh, after we've already read the Faith Hall of Fame about Abraham and by faith. And we talked last week how we could put the word risk in there. By risk, Abraham did this. And by risk, you know. So verse going down to verse 32 and says, And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon. And of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, or risk we could say, subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens uh women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, but they but not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection, say a better resurrection, a better resurrection. hallelujah well um and we we want to live in resurrection life, and there's one level of living in resurrection life, and that is just living in salvation. You know, that's a level of resurrection. We know we're saved. We know we're born again. And then we can, we can just take a little bit more risk and live in the level of resurrection where we get the baptism of the Holy Spirit and we speak in tongues, but there's always room to grow. There's always more in Christ, always more and always will be more. And so by faith, we like these that have gone before us, we stretch ourselves that we might enter into those better or higher things of God, those higher places of resurrection life. Do y'all agree? And so in this church, what we're believing to do, and we believe we've got a mandate on our life to do it, is to to restore the church and restore in Tuscaloosa County the power of God, the uh, the the gifts of the Spirit and all their fullness, the uh, the healing the healing power of God, and and not just believing in healing. You know, there's one there's a difference between believing in healing and being able to get somebody healed. Would y'all agree? I've been spent a lot of years just believing in healing, but not really ever. Seeing that manifest to the degree we want to. And so we're believing for this better resurrection. And we're willing to take a risk like those that went before us did. Hallelujah. And um, to receive this better resurrection. And God's called us to this. And it, it, it's a risk and it's not always comfortable. And it takes us out of our comfort zone. But if not us, if not us, who? Hallelujah. And if you're not you, who? Hallelujah. Praise God. And so uh, I just want to encourage you in any discomfort you might have, any fear that you might have, uh, any uh, reservations that you might have, that we are called for such a time as this, that we are well able to go up and take the country. Hallelujah. Just like the song says, just like the scripture says, though the giants may be there. Hallelujah. That doesn't matter. We can still take the country. God has said we were able. He's called us. He's equipped us. And we, and, and we have a supernatural courage inside of us. We're stronger than we think. You're stronger than you think. You're more prepared than you think. You hadn't been taking in this word and believing and praying just to do what you're doing today. Surely, goodness, surely, goodness, I hadn't been doing everything I'm doing. You hadn't been doing everything you're doing, Laquina, and and the Cashes and the Shires, and everybody in this church <coughs> doing everything we're doing just to have what we're having today. Amen. I want to see the power of God. Amen. Amen. I wanna I wanna see miracles, signs, wonders. I wanna be in services when the glory cloud comes and the uh and the and there's the gold dust there. But if we have to be able to bear even the little things in order to see the bigger things, don't we? Amen. Uh the greater things. Otherwise we will uh We will unravel, so to speak. We will unravel under the pressure, under the pressure of criticism. There will be a, you get a glory cloud with gold dust in it in this place, and there will be some criticism. Oh, hallelujah. Are you willing to draw some fire tonight? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, uh, you get up. You get you let a, a, a feather start dropping around and you're gonna get some criticism from some of the most all, some from for some people that you respect and love. Or uh, will criticize you greatly from people we respect and love. Hallelujah. But you cannot. You, you, oh, hallelujah! Praise God! I just, um, I love. Uh, I just want to say, uh, do you want it, p- church? Do you really, really want it, family? Praise God! In Second Timothy, if we could go over there. So it's going to be all about taking a risk. But you know what? There's been others go before us. We're not actually even having to forge this path not really forge it. Maybe forge it in Tuscaloosa County. I'm not even sure. But not really forge it. it, 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 This has been... This path has been gone down before this path of bringing the supernatural signs, wonders, and miracles and and pressing in for that which is higher and those greater resurrections, even those people we wrote about read about in hebrews eleven they they pressed in for something they had not seen before they did not they were hallelujah they had not they had not experienced they didn't know anybody that had experienced it they just they just it's like, how can we not obey God? How can we not follow our hearts? Don't let our heads get in the way. Oh, hallelujah. Second uh, Timothy 3, 5. This would probably be my greatest fear. Uh, that's not it. I'm in First Timothy. That won't work. Second Timothy 3, 5. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. Having a form of godliness. We could just have form. We could just have a church of form. We could just have a form of godliness, but deny the power. Deny the Not just denying the power access, but denying it in the sense of not willing to go after it. Not willing to press in and take it. Not willing to pay the price for it. Saying, oh God, if you want to send it, we would take it. But that's what everybody does. Yeah. Nearly everybody says, "Well, if God wants to heal me, He could. He can. If God, but don't go after it. Hallelujah, because that's a risk, and you might be criticized." Amen. And so, that's my fear: is that we would have just a form of godliness, but end up denying the power thereof. Uh, true spiritual life is composed of spiritual experiences. If we're not going to have a spiritual experience, we're just going to be religious. Religion, that's what it is. It's without power and it's impersonal. Without power and impersonal. In other words, you know, you go and you just hear a social gospel. Or or you just hear a a gospel about, about helping people. That's what a lot of America hears now is a gospel just of helping people, feed the poor, uh, you know, clothe, and and uh, just just helping people, and that's the gospel. I thought that was kind of a new thing. And then I started reading uh, the biography. I, I I guess it's I don't know if it's a biography or autobiography, but uh, I guess it's a biography of uh, Bonhoeffer. Anybody ever heard of Bonhoeffer? Anyway, well, just one one and pastor. Well, Bonhoeffer was a uh, pastor, pastor, prophet, martyr. Anyway, he is a pastor in Germany that, that stood up and actually became a spy and tried to bring Hitler down and actually ended up getting martyred. And so, but he was, when he came to America, he was a German pastor, theologian. And so when he came to America... In uh, uh, the tw- nineteen twenty nine through somewhere between that nineteen thirty three, that's what he found. He said in New York was a social gospel, either the churches were social gospel or they were that help the poor, just just minister, but no power, no power, and no. And he said in the. He came over here to go to a seminary he although he already had a lot of degrees in Germany, but he just had an opportunity to come over here and he went and he found the seminaries teaching uh and questioning whether they they actually were making fun of what they call fundamentalists we would i guess we would call that's what we are that people that actually believe in death burial and resurrection of Christ they were making fun of that and that was in the 30's and I was pretty shocked over that uh, that they were making fun of that and they were questioning You know, anything that had anything to do with power in it. And so it's not a new thing, hallelujah, for that to be done in America. So he ended up going to black churches in Washington, and that's where he found the power of God, and he found the, uh, he found true preaching of the resurrection and Christ, and, uh, he found, and so he ended up going every Sunday. Now he was from Germany, and he was not—he was not racist. Although he found a lot of racism in America, and he was very—he was very surprised by the racism in America. And he was because of the circles he ran with in Germany. He was totally unaware of what was rising up in Germany, which was racism against the Jews. And he was kind of, he was really, he was totally unaware of that. Of course, he finds out about it really soon in this biography of him. And so uh, I, I was a little surprised though that, that this is not a new thing that we have this. And now a lot of the black churches have turned to that uh help the poor, social gospel, preach on instead of preaching Jesus, get up and preach on uh uh what needs to change in our country and we need to preach jesus don't we so we uh hallelujah everywhere everywhere we need to preach jesus so we want to we don't want to have this form of godliness and deny the power thereof we want to have spiritual experience with god spiritual experiences and encounters are exciting hallelujah praise god we turn to joel if you would Joel chapter 1, no, Joel chapter 2, verse 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. In the last days, God's going to pour out of his spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Say, sons and daughters. Say, all flesh. So in the last days, God's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. where that would include everybody in this room, wouldn't it? And not just this room. We know that. And he said our sons and our daughters would prophesy. That would include, sons and daughters would include young and old, because even I am somebody's daughter. (laughs) Hallelujah. No matter how old you are, you're somebody's daughter, somebody's son. So, And no matter how young you are, you're somebody. So that includes everyone. Also, you would have to say this included both sexes, wouldn't you? Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Say prophesy. I prophesy. Hallelujah. So all of us, all of us, he said in the last days, would not only be able to, but that we would, be, uh, we would be participating in prophesying. He said your old men, I don't know if you want to be an old man, but he said the old men would dream dreams. Hallelujah. Your young men shall see visions and i don't believe that's mutually exclusive i believe an old man can see a vision and a young man can dream men can dream a dream too but i do believe nobody's left out and also upon servants on servants and so there's no there's no strata in society you don't have to be a servant would be you know, you don't have to be in the, the fivefold. You may, don't have to necessarily be a fivefold minister or an apostle or you don't have a servant. And oh, upon handmaiden, handmaidens, just those that, that are in the ministry of helps, those that serve, hallelujah. Uh, uh, he would pour out of his spirit. And he said in verse 30, he would show wonders in the heavens. Well, you know, I wonder if he wasn't talking about wonders, what in the world he was talking about. Hallelujah. So I believe we're going to see wonders in the heavens. And he said also not just up in the heavens where we look up in the stars, but also there would be wonders in the earth. And a wonder is anything that causes you to wonder. Hallelujah. If you're going, you know, you see, you see, that's what if a sign and a wonder, a sign points to something else. It points to a greater truth. It points to a greater uh, a, it points to the power of God. It points and says that it, a sign says, you know, God's still alive and he's still powerful and he's still working. Amen. Hallelujah. And he's still he's he's relevant. He's now, he's involved in our lives. That's what signs are. If we see gold dust over here in a glory cloud, and that's happened, that happens in churches, hallelujah, and it's happening more and more praise God then it's a it's a wonder to cause us to wonder and it's a sign to point us to a greater and higher higher place in God to press on to be encouraged and in the earth blood and fire and pillars of smoke The sun shall be turned into darkness, the moon into blood, before the great and the terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered or saved. One of the things that signs and wonders come for is to help people get saved. Help people get saved. Amen. God not willing that any should perish. He wants them to be saved. Are you with me tonight? Do you all believe this? Amen. I feel like I'm plowing hard ground like y'all never heard this before. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, let's pray again. Let's pray in the spirit. Thank you Jesus. Shala bataka brasha kabau bouse. Ana brata. Araba brasha kabose. Araba taka brata kabau hose. Alabataka brasha kabose, Araba ke broshe kebrata. Araba te ke brata kababa hasha. Isso como sou kabache kebreshi Ana ke broshe kebrata. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we ask you tonight for your help. I ask you for your help. I ask you to guide my thoughts in the name of Jesus. I ask you to minister life in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Um. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You have something, Pastor?
1: Church, that there's rooms. It's just a long corridor, and there's doors on either side, like you go into a hotel, you know, and you got to find your room, and just and and you go in these in these doors. There's doors on these rooms. And there's just the secrets and the mysteries and the plans of God are in those rooms. And you can just go down the hall and be saved and, you know, have a little thrill and chill and get to the hall. But you can go in these rooms. And, you know, we're just endeavoring to open every door while we're on earth. Because when you get through with earth, you're in heaven, it's all there but the work or the glory is down here on the earth that requires risk there's no risk in heaven it's all in it's all on earth and i just personally i just don't want to go to heaven and say you know like going to disneyland and i didn't get to ride the roller coaster and i went home without riding the roller coaster and i just wish you know but there's there's not one at home and and i'm I want to ride the roller coaster when I go to Disneyland and it's like when we're down here on earth I want to ride I want to go in the rooms. And we I just we just want we just want to go in together. Let's go in the rooms. What well, it's just marvelous in the rooms. Rooms of glory. Thank you Lord for rooms of glory. Lord, we just put on the Lord Jesus tonight. Lord, we put on that That land of promise where you told them that we can take it. And two of them said we can do it. Lord, we just want to be the two that said we're well able. Hallelujah. Lord, it just seems so hard, but Lord, I just know if you're leading us, it's so easy. So we take hold together. We strengthen one another. And Lord, we speak that our path is bright. Our way is clear. And Lord, there is good in our path and everything is turning out amazing amen amen
0: amen praise god thank you jesus well thank god hallelujah thank Thank you lord thank you jesus praise god well thank you lord what did what should i do hallelujah well i want to talk about then tonight i want to talk about prophecy and uh, I'm not talking about something that's not in the Word here tonight. Not trying to do anything that God, you know, not trying to do anything weird or be different just for different sake. But just trying to press on with the things of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Will we just let that, does anybody in here have a word of knowledge? For somebody else, Of somebody else, something else God wants to heal tonight? an impression of some kind just uh, you know hallelujah anybody have a cough that needs healing Leanne coughed and she didn't think that was her cough hallelujah hallelujah so sometimes something will happen in your body and it's not yours it wasn't happening before the service and so hallelujah anybody need a healing from cough hallelujah praise God thank you Jesus thank you lord we take authority over any afflicting spirit causing this swallowing disorder in jesus name we bind you and we command you to release her in the name of jesus in jesus name we command you to let her throat go her esophagus all the every part let her go in jesus name yes we command that memory and fear the fear of it to go in jesus name god you've not given her a spirit of fear thank you jesus thank you lord praise god praise god anybody else need prayer for healing in here praise god we'll just flow with healing Uh, wesley come on up and you need prayer for healing pam you can stay there if you how if you don't if you don't feel like god's through if he's still working on you praise the lord wesley what do you need healing from you're the coffer okay coffer praise God well Leanne come on over and pray for the coffer since you got the word anybody else have a word while she ministers there nasal anything nasal problems nasal blockage anything in the nasal you have anything more specific or just nasal In nasal anybody nasal God wants to heal you tonight thank you Jesus thank you Father we're just giving the devil a black eye tonight Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. But, Wesley, was there any way you could tell or you weren't coughing? I didn't hear you cough in church. So is it at night or? Hallelujah. Freshness, cool mint feeling. Hallelujah. Well, you can tell us later. Thank you, Lord. Who had that word? Pamela? You had a sinal a s- uh, nasal, which is could be sinuses, so pray for Laquina. Hallelujah. Anybody else have a word or an impression? can be a or a, or see a little picture of something? Thank you, Jesus. thank you, Lord. I felt like I had indigestion. I mean, I didn't have it. I felt like I got that word on indigestion. Anybody have indigestion right right now or been having problems with indigestion. Thank you, Lord. Oh, okay, right here. I don't know if that's indigestion, but we can pray for it. Hallelujah. Normal. I'm really hungry all the time. Praise God. Okay. Sure. Sure. What's his name? Willie. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just a second. Okay, Laquina. I think we've released the power of God into you. Where is your ear could you tell? Twenty percent better or twenty percent pain down to twenty percent okay good good let's let's well, we can go ahead and pray some get the rest of it in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, we command this ear pain to leave in Jesus name, and Father, thank you for healing the root cause in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus. We speak to all the parts of the ear to be completely restored of Jesus we command all infection to go even any hidden infection in Jesus name in Jesus name pain leave her hallelujah all drainage we command you to stop that is anything draining in her ear at night we command that to stop in Jesus name praise you Lord God now what about the pain level down to five percent, hallelujah, well, this is we gotta you know what we' learned is if it's working, keep going, hallelujah, so we thank you, Lord, we praise you, hallelujah, let's get uh, Jennifer Carrington come up here and pray for her on this last five percent, hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. hallelujah
0: and and yeah, what you prayed was good, and uh and uh we tell any afflicting spirit causing that it can't come back. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now we're going to pray for Willie. Okay. Myron, why don't you pray for Willie and his heart surgery. Could you do that? Would you stand up again? Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Perfect circulation and no blockage. No more blockage. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank. Reversed. Yeah, blockage reversed. That's a good word. That's a real good word. Hallelujah. Anybody else need prayer for healing or anybody have a word of knowledge? big conflict at work (laughs) big conflict at work it's bothering you at night in other words you're worrying about it or fretting over it or something big conflict at work little conflict at work okay (laughs) you got somebody on your nerves that's it okay well pastor you can pray for him like Alikia, did you have a conflict at work? Okay. Right. Probably. Probably is worried. Hallelujah. Well, uh, you know, when Pastor was saying as he prayed about uh, that God would give you a wisdom and a way to resolve to resolve it, well, um, I was I actually as he was saying that, I was having the thought about how. Uh, God said a soft answer, turn away wrath. That's one thing. But also, and one of the things concerning prophecy is I think sometimes we make, uh, and there's different kinds of prophecy and different levels of prophecy, but the kind that God wants us to use uh, for each other and for people out in the workplace and in the highways and the hedges is to call out the gold in them. And so even though this person on the job might have a lot of really yucky qualities and it's hard to see. Um, you if, if you will ask the Holy Spirit, he will show you something good about that person. And then as you speak it to them, even though you probably would rather wring their neck or something like that. But as you speak it to them. It will be that answer that that um, that salt, that turns away wrath or turns away that harassment, as you could. And so that's what prophecy is: is seeing the gold in somebody else and just speaking it. It's not necessarily prophecy. Is not nece- You know, prophecy is edification, exhortation, and comfort. In other words, to build up, to cheer up, to to uh, or to uh, lift up, and uh, so. And every person in the earth has gold inside of them. God, God, uh, God said every person in the world was worth the price that Jesus paid. He said that all of us had sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But it says he lo- so loved the world that he came. Uh, and brought his only begotten son that we might all be saved. So he sees a worth in us, and you can always tell the worth of something by the price. You know, I mean, how 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 precious it is by the price that's paid for it. In other words, uh, we know that those that those cars you're making they're pretty precious because we know the price. They put a different price on those than they do on those Kias and and things like that. But and so the Jesus, we know that men are worth a lot because jesus paid such a high price for all men to be saved and so there's gold in every person and in every man so i just want to encourage you to ask the holy spirit and sometimes it's hard to find but ask the holy spirit what's the gold in that person and then to find a way you know to call it out you know it might be something as simple as saying you know you're just a good um you're a you're good at this or you're or or you know I I, I really see this in you or something to that effect it, you don't have to say now I'm fixing to prophesy to you but really and truly you know that's what it is um and you know uh I think sometimes that we get kind of afraid or anything like that when people start talking about you know the bible says we can all prophesy you find it it's in the bible in first corinthians i'll give you a hint we can all prophesy it also says for all of us to earnestly desire spiritual gifts especially that we might prophesy why because it's such a valuable tool to call out the golden people and it doesn't take you know it's not a it doesn't take a spiritual giant it's not, it's not an award. It's not an award. It's a gift. It's not an award. So that means very immature, even sometimes people with not very strong character maybe can prophesy because it's not an award. The fruit of the Spirit is something we develop the fruit of the spirit we develop and the fruit of the spirit is a sign of maturity. The gifts of the spirit, though, are just that. They're gifts and they can't be earned. They can be asked for, but they can't be earned. And so people that are not very mature in the Lord are just born again and uh can can prophesy. Our children. I know uh Anita was telling us in how Andrew she was Anita was going to go pray for a friend who's very sick and so and take a risk and go pray for this person and so she and Andrew knew who the person was and so she asked Andrew it did he have a a, a word a word did he feel like the Lord was saying something that he that to share with her when she went and she said he was sitting on the pot. So a five-year-old sitting on the And he said, here's what he answered. Yes, yes, I do. And he gave her this word to tell this lady. And it's like, okay, a five-year-old sitting on the pot can get a word of prophecy for a lady? Don't tell me you can't. Don't tell me you can't call out the, the gold in someone. Don't tell me you're not able don't tell me you can't take that kind of risk. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I appreciate all the parents in here that are taking the time to develop uh the and I believe there was a bunch of them that are that are taking the time to develop uh in our children hearing from God and and to take a risk and to call out the golden people and praise God and so I thought that was a a very good testimony of this is not hard. Just listen and let let love flow. The brother John Osteen used to just say he just follows a divine flow of love, and he just lets love flow. Just let, you know, we need to be good to one another. We need to be good to one another. Amen. Well, I'm going to turn it over to Pastor and let him take an offering or whatever he wants to do.